We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. people now back to the morning roast with bonte and shasky spadonia lubman in for bonte hill and joe shasky for the rest of the week one more segment here before handing it off to daryl the guru johnson and jason dumas i'm calling it i'm calling it gumas that's the same i would coach. run around the studio neck no one wants to see that tell you that right now I don't think he was doing that either when his Cowboys lost to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Tough L for the goo. Tough L for the 49ers. Tough L for the Golden State Warriors as they snapped their five-game winning streak. Although, when we're talking basketball, we're talking about tough Ls. I don't think there's anything tougher. And we'll get to the Warriors in a second, Sam. You see what's going on in Detroit? 27 straight losses? One off the record, the the Philadelphia seventy six. Are you kidding me? So I've had I have ESPN twenty seven. I have ESPN up here uh, on the TV, and you you see stuff go along the bottom line every now and then. The bottom line ticker. I think I saw once that well. First off, they lost the other night. Cade Cunningham dropped forty points. He's been awesome. I feel he's been so he's bad been unreal. Um, but I think I saw the stats like he scored uh, forty or more ten times in his career, something like that. And the, and the Pistons have lost each one of those games, like. It's, yeah, he's that's... doing everything he can, and 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 yesterday they had a chance to win that game against the Nets. They were in it, and it's just they're like running play designs. This is James Wiseman. I mean, <laughs> it's the Wiseman curse. Are they we talking need, about the more him, curse? No, I, I it's, Monty Williams got paid all that money, and they are just an absolute dumpster fire. That's it's a long term. Well, they gave Monty like what six years. Josh McDaniels esque as far as ineptitude. Like uh, it's unbelievable. And this is one of the more storied franchises in the league. The Detroit Pistons, the the bad boys Pistons. You think of uh, you think of Isaiah, you think of uh Lambeer, you think of Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, uh Rip Hamilton, all these guys, the na- the faces of that franchise. And for them to just be inept the last decade plus. 
I was thinking about it. Maybe this isn't the day for it, but just the lowest point you've had as a sports fan. Like, this is... You gotta feel as a Detroit Pistons fan, this has gotta be the lowest point. I know we're talking about a Niners loss, like in the Grands, then the Warriors lost like twenty-seven straight. Uh, I don't talk about it. How do you not give up at that point? I mean, you talk about a net too. Just the, the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, I really don't see them as one of the elite teams in the NBA just in my lifetime. No, no, no. But they are one of the storied franchises. No, no, they have, they have a lot of history. To this they have a lot the of history. Don't get me They're wrong. They're one of the storied franchises. I'm, just, I'm looking at their, at their kind of list of their seasons right now. Spadoni, since the 2007-2008 season when uh, they, they lost to the Celtics, they lost to the Celtics in the conference finals 4-2. Do you know how many playoff games, playoff games, not playoff series, playoff games they've won since then, since 2008, 2007-2008? You and I were freshmen in high school during that time, by the way. Oh my goodness. I know, again, Matt Damon getting old gif. No, Spadoni, they've had three playoff series. They've been swept in each one of them. Wow. They have six head coaches in that time, three playoff appearances, both all three times they were the eight seed, and they did not do anything. In the it's just Man. that is a down bad franchise. And again, they were kind of getting a little uh, Oakland A's fan in there. There was some there was some sell the team chants going on. Uh, I feel them on the that. Pit. I mean, I mean that's, that, that's a good comp right now. How A's fans are feeling after that dumpster fire this past season. Your team's leaving. Like that's probably the lowest point because your your franchise is moving away. Like I, that's probably the only thing else other than. The, you know, 27 straight losses, 888-957-9570, the lowest you felt as a sports fan. It's got to be one of them right there. Uh, we were talking Warriors before uh, this break here. And check this out. Nuggets, you know, they get the dub. They snap the Warriors' five-game winning streak. Jonathan Kaminga, who's had a little bit of a resurgence here. No Draymond. You know, it feels like a weight's been lifted off this team. Everyone's playing so much looser, so much more fun. It's just been a strength in numbers has been revitalized, if you will, with the Golden State Warriors. But here's what Jonathan Kaminga had to say with Marcus Thompson II by way of The Athletic after the game. Quote, I'm going to keep it real with you. Me uh, Me without the ball? Nobody's guarding me. But sometimes... I've got to take that away to make sure my OGs get the ball. That's where it's confusing. Sometimes I come out the game not knowing what I did. And that messes with my head. It's like what they want me to do. I can pass and I can do different S blank. Jonathan Kaminga, who's been playing pretty well. How do these comments strike you, Sam? Because for me, it's like, Hey, everything's going well right now. We, we're still complaining. What? Why? Why? Like that? That's what it comes off to me as. And I, I love what Kaminga's doing. I love the upside he has for this team. I think he could do things on this team no one else can do from an athleticism standpoint. But why? Why are we talking like that? What? what, what I, I don't. I don't get it. Does he not? Is that a shot at Steve Kerr? Is that a shot at who? Is that a shot at? Because. Uh, time in and time out, whether it was last playoff series against the Sacramento Kings, going to C.J. Holmes of the San Francisco Chronicle at the time who was covering the team, who's now covering the Brooklyn Nets in New York, going to him saying, listen, man, I, I just want to play. Stuff like that. Like uh, Time in and time out, I feel like he picks the worst times to have these comments. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm going to be in a minority here, but 
I don't see, I see the comments as more, I, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. I do think there's a little bit of confidence that you're seeing there in Kaminga, and I do think he's become a lot more confident this year on the court in borderline, borderline cockiness. Yeah, now. there's some arrogance there, but again, I think you, you want your players to have some sort of arrogance there. Um, that's just, you know, there's, there's the fine line between confidence, overconfidence, to arrogance. I do see a much more confident Jonathan Kaminga out there, and maybe this is a situation where maybe he's flying a little too close to the sun with these comments there. Um... But I, I want him to feel empowered in this in this system because the last couple of years when he gets lost in the system, he starts losing that confidence and he becomes a shell of himself. This is a guy, Jonathan Kaminga, he has the raw tools, I think, to be a very, very talented player in the NBA. I'm very high in Kaminga. The energy he brings to the court when he's out there, the Kaminga slams. He has become, along with Trace Jackson Davis, one of their better paint players uh, the last few weeks, especially since Draymond has been you know removed from the team. Um, Look at you know he talks about you know sometimes I gotta take away to make sure my OGs get the ball. That's where things get confusing. Sometimes I come out of a game not knowing what I did and it messes with my head. I do think there are times where it's like yeah, it's kind of hard to see kind of what your impact is in Steve Kerr's system. Sometimes uh, I believe there was a game earlier this year when he kind of set Clay Thompson up uh, for a three pointer and Clay ended up getting ten after that. Draymond said after the game, you know, hey, I told JK, you got Clay those 10 points. I think it's just a system of, uh, it's a situation where I think Kaminga's still trying to figure out just kind of where his place is in the Warriors offense, in the Warriors system. And for a young player, yeah, it could, it could be tough to kind of figure out where that, situ where that place is. I do think he is getting to that situation where he does know where he belongs in this system. Maybe there's still some growing pains to be had there. Here's the thing, the way he's playing on the floor right now, I want him to keep doing that. I want him to keep feeling empowered out there. I want him to feel confident out there. And I want him to dominate in the paint like he has been the last few weeks. Because you're, you're seeing the difference. Like Part of the reason why the Warriors have been so good the last few weeks since Draymond's been out is, again, you know, the game starts. How many times does the game start, Spadoni? And someone in our thread is texting, oh, so-and-so is eating in the paint again against the Warriors. No paint presence. Warriors can't get anything down low. But then when Kaminga or Trace Jackson Davis come in and they start going into the paint, defense gets a little bit better there. So Kaminga, he's clearly, like I said, he's becoming more comfortable, I think. He's becoming more confident. Maybe there's some cockiness there. Maybe you rein that back a little bit. I do think, yeah, there is a, a point where it's like, you know what, maybe JK, maybe just just, just punt on uh, some of these uh, comments to the media here. It, it's just, it's better to be, it seems kind of mean to say, but maybe it's sometimes better to just be seen and not heard, you know? There you go. No, yeah, totally. Uh, you can see and hear us, though, on Twitch and YouTube. Search 95.7 The Game. Like and subscribe there. Joe Spadoni in for Bonte Hill. Sam Lemon in for Joe Shasky the rest of the week here on the Morning Roast. And uh, to your point, Stephen Curry loves what he's seeing with Jonathan Kaminga. Quote, he gives us a huge boost. We talk about it a lot. He applies pressure to the rim, knocks down open shots. Defensively, he's understanding where he's supposed to be, how to guard, on and off the ball. He just plays at a different pace that's fun to watch. He gives us a lot. So he's got... The vote, the stamp of approval from the leader of that team, the leader of the franchise, Stephen Curry. It just feels like what Jonathan Kaminga is saying and talking about is just a shot at Steve Kerr. And if you missed it, this was Steve Kerr, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, after the game against the Denver Nuggets in which Nikola Jokic had 18 free throw attempts. He went 18 for 18 at the line. Steve Kerr was not happy about it. I have no, no problem with... Um... The officials themselves, um, they're all across the league. We have really good officials. I have a problem with the way we're, we are um, legislating defense out of the game. That's what we're doing in the NBA. The way we're teaching the officials, we're just enabling 
players to BS their way to the foul line. Um, if I were a fan, I wouldn't have want, wanted to watch that second half of that game. It was disgusting. It was just, you know, just baiting, baiting refs into the calls, but the refs have to make those calls because that's how they're taught. So I have a real problem with the way we are, um, we've legislated defense out of the game in this league, and uh, the players are really smart in this league and for for over the last decade or so uh they've gotten smarter and smarter and they're just um they're just enable we have enabled the players and they are taking full advantage and it's a parade to the free throw line and it's disgusting to watch thanks thanks i love that it's disgusting to watch we'll have fun thanks. with that Travis. see you later future. uh steve kerr there talking about the officiating in the game and uh it was you know the talk of the league Right now, it's the talk of all this. If you're talking about, you know, the NBA, anything, Steve Kerr's comments, and this is something that Steve Kerr hasn't really done in the past. Go out the refs, and I don't think he was really going at the refs in this game per se. He was going at, you know, the handling of the league when it comes to the referees, when it comes to bringing these guys. Well, it's up. the rules around defending, yeah. Correct. When it's when it comes to what's being handed down from Adam Silver and all the league officials, everyone like that. And, you know, training these up and coming recruits when it comes to officiating, this is what they're getting taught. And I don't know if it's going away anytime soon. I, I really don't. I don't know how you can, you know, ask for less fouls and you still want more scoring in the league. I, th- for, to me, those two go hand in hand. They want more scoring? Well, they're going to call more fouls. That's just what it comes down to, unfortunately. I hate to be cynical about it, but that's just what's going to happen. Hey. I, get, I get 18 of 18 is extreme, but that's one of the faces of your league. Nikola Jokic, the best player in the league, the defending champ, the finals MVP. That's the guy that's going to get the calls. LeBron, Giannis. I know you want Steph to start getting more of those calls. I think as the physical presence in the paint gets more and more, maybe he'll start getting those. But I understand from a viewing perspective, uh, yeah. I no, don't it's not watch fun. That. It's not fun. I'll it say slows this. the game down and grinds it to a halt. that makes it boring. Yeah. And again, it's Christmas Day. Like I got family running well, around. Well, most people do. I don't. That's the thing, Sam. Real quick, not to cut you off there. The NFL dominated the NBA on Christmas Day. Dominated. I cannot wait to see the ratings because that Chiefs-Raiders game, no one saw that coming. I mean, are you kidding me? Taylor Swift, Brittany Holmes, you know, crying in the booth. Travis Kelsey having I'd a I'd rather watch tantrum. that than Jokic at the yes! free throw line. Yes, hell, even the Giants-Eagles game, Tommy DeVito, my paisan, I'm sorry, he got benched, and he's out again this week. It's Tyrod Taylor. He got the official nod. Um, got whacked. They, they got, oh, God, poor, poor Tommy. You know, iced, whacked, whatever you want to say. Poor guy. Uh, you know, he had his uh, 10 seconds of fame, though. He's going to, he'll do numbers over on the East Coast. But even that game was close. And then the coup de gras, you know, the, the league's best, the conference's best going head to head. You know, Brock Purdy getting humbled, quote unquote. A lot of people wanted to see that. Cam Newton, I'm sure, was having a love fest with that, calling him a game manager leading up to the weekend. You know what? He had four interceptions. So the league, uh, the shield, as we call it, the NFL, that a banner day going up against the NBA, and that's something that's not going to change. I can I, I see the NFL staying on Christmas Day every single season once they see these ratings come out. Sam, well, it may be tough next year when Christmas Day falls on a Tuesday, and I think it's on year. a Wednesday because it's a leap year next year. That is right. So again, Wednesday NFL that might be tough. So I mean, the NBA. Do it. Why not? Does that, instead of a Thursday, do it one day earlier. That's not going to be popular. It's not going to be popular. Well, you you got to give someone a bye week before that. Then yeah. I just you, you can't have teams playing two day you know two days of rest. Yeah. 
in between games. But yeah, no, in a couple years, yeah, 2025, you're going to have uh, Christmas Day. It's going to be a Thursday night game. Uh, so it'll be the Amazon Prime. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Game, yeah, it'll probably the NFL will probably still win that one. Maybe they have two Thursday games. Maybe they kind of treat it like Thanksgiving. But yeah, when you're the NFL, you know you can win those ratings battles, and the NBA is making it easy for you when your number one competition is you know Nikola Jokic free throw practice. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch football too instead of that. Um, you know, and I I've I've skin in that game because I'm a Warrior fan. Um, but yeah, back to what Steve Kerr was saying about just how defense getting legislated out. Yeah, I think he absolutely has a case there. A very, very strong case. Um, Anthony Slater, after the game on, on Monday, wrote a really Slates. good piece. Slate's our guy, Slate's. He's going to be joining us tomorrow. Huge. Uh, Not like a mashed potatoes guy. Big mashed potatoes Big mashed potatoes guy. guy. I like mashed potatoes, too. Do you have any mashed potatoes? No. Uh, no. That was absent from the Christmas that, spread? Oh, we had potato salad. So that was very good. Okay. That was the. That what was do you put in your potato dish. salad? Well, this was uh, the mother-in-law's. It was her mom's uh, recipe. So they had... Just, Basic eggs. I think there's some parsley in there, some chives. Uh, very good. Uh, some vinegar in there as well. Some maybe some mustard in there. It's very good. Okay. So very good. No, no. Da- Diane. Salad. Diane, the mother-in-law, just crushed it with the spreads this year. Just absolutely crushed it. Uh, the brother-in-law brought over some fresh-baked pumpkin bread. Mm. Oh, it's dude. I'm I'm, I'm so getting hungry. hungry. Just saying, you had such home. a better Christmas spread than I did. It's all right. Hey, you know what? When you go to the in-laws, they treat you right. That's true. Well, again, it's it's better to go to the in-laws and be hold up uh, alone in your apartment. Well, um, would you have some, cup, no, some cup noodles or what? I did, yeah. Well, I got a there was a, a pho place uh, around the corner from my, so I got a oh, some some, some chicken and shrimp pho to kind of help kind of unclog things there a little bit. Uh, Need some congestionally soup, soup yeah. Um, but no, Christmas night I did go to my mom's house and because uh, I had to have some sort of family interaction, so we had some leftover prime rib mac and cheese oh, there. there so go. no, I, I was able to salvage somewhat of a of a Christmas spread, but um, oh, I then I, I had. 
bare fridge. I had a horrible day at the grocery store yesterday, oh, no. Spadoni. Oh, it was. Where's your go-to? Are you going Safeway? You're, oh, going I do you're sa- a single guy, so I like to pick pick my brain with this stuff because I've been in a relationship now for ten plus years. So I, the single lifestyle is just—it's a myth to me. Well, I try point. to avoid the depressing single guy fridge, um, but the, over the weekend I. Pretty much had depressing single guy fridge. I had nothing. I had like hash browns and turkey burgers in my refrigerator, so I had to do a full. Okay, I had to do a a full from the bottom uh, restocking in the refrigerator. And uh, yeah, that was not a fun trip to Safeway. And then uh, I still got to make my other trip to Trader Joe's because I can't get everything at Safeway that I, I want to get Trader, at Trader Joe's. Trader it's... Joe's stresses me the hell out. The, guy, the the aisles are too damn small. There's always so many damn people. I know you probably go to the one over at Lakeshore because you live oh, yeah. near me. It's just, I, uh, I'm not getting stressed quickly. talking about it and I'm not going to because you know what? May, they may be a partner. Hell, I love Trader Joe's. They give out stickers to the kids. Whatever. Uh, download the free Odyssey app. Listen to 95.7 The Game wherever you go, Sam Lubman. Catch every Warriors game live on said app, along with all the music, all the news, all the Bay Area, everything you need. You like aliens? They got podcasts for that. You like history? World War II? Rome? Stuff like that? They got apps for that. They got everything right there on the Odyssey app. And you can also catch amazing interviews you missed, like when Guru and Jason Dumas, you know, they're in this week too. You can catch that. So there you go. Aliens in Rome. Didn't the aliens build Rome? Oh, God. That's, I, how, that's how that works, right? You know, History Channel, like, turned into, like, World War Two. what's going on with, you know, all the, the Mussolini, all these guys, and then it just turned into aliens. Yeah, aliens did World War Two. Yeah, apparently Everything so. was aliens. Everything um, was aliens. What is not uh, done by aliens, though, is the uh, the rules that the NBA Thank has. Thank you for the How is that? That's got to be one of the clunkiest segues ever. It's all right. You know, uh, I'm going to roll with it. Um but no, I, I to what Steve Kerr said in, the, in in after the game, the way the defense has been legislated out, he's got a very good point there because Anthony Slater uh, had a really good piece in the Athletic after the Warriors game, as he does after every Warriors game. He is the Warriors insider for the Athletic. He'll be joining us tomorrow at eight o'clock. Uh, he highlighted some of the, the more ticky tack fouls that Jokic had, and uh, there's one that like again, there's Trace Jack, one that Trace Jackson Davis had in the third quarter. TJG just kind of bumps into Jokic a little bit. Not he really held his own against him. Not I, any major TJD contact. TJD played very well yeah. against him. No, and we'll get to TJD in a second. Um, but there was no real contact there. Still gets a foul. There was one where you know Jokic is kind of driving into the paint in the fourth corner. He's got Looney on him. And Looney's defending him. He kind of, you know, his, his hand kind of bumps the upper part of his shoulder. But that's still called a foul, even though there's no forearm contact. It's just like, these are just so ticky-tack. We don't need these fouls. And... Yeah, it is obviously because they want more scoring. I think part of it, though, it's it's not so much we want scoring as in we want to see guys at the free throw line, like with Jokic. They want to see more scoring in that, like, a guy like James Harden, who I always think these rule changes that they've had over the last few years and how they've legislated away defense and made, you know, any quarter sort of contact a foul, that has basically been the crux of James Harden's success his entire career. It's one of the reasons why I just do not like James Harden as a basketball player. His entire game, I think, is a gimmick built on his ability to draw fouls at a time when drawing fouls has never been easier in the NBA. Like, you breathe on this guy wrong, you're drawing a foul. James and Harden, as a result... James Harden, by the way, 29 points last night and another Clippers win. He's actually... Yeah, how many, how many from here. the free throw line? Uh, no, he had 6-12 from beyond the arc, Sammy. 
Okay, well, again, but again, part of the reason why he's, he's able an to MVP. Get, I know. No, no, he's he's, he's had a lot of success, but part of reason he's had a lot of success is when you defend against him, you have to take into account the fact that if you get too close to him, you will foul him because the rules make it so much easier for him to get fouls. So that you Smart have to give player. him that extra take bit of space. Of the rules. It, it's rules that have benefited him. Yeah. But it's 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 just gimmicky because that's why he has so much space. That's why he's able to get these shots off and and do as well as he's doing. Because if you get too close, then you're at the foul line. So it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't with him. And it's frustrating to watch. Years we watched the Warriors battle against the Rockets. In years we watched him get to see stupid fouls. The, the the dumbest one for me, I'll always remember, is in the 2018 Western Conference Finals, Clay is guarding Harden on the wing, and you know, Clay's you know, going for the ball, misses the ball, just ever so slightly, you know, grazes one of the, you know, a couple of hairs on Harden's beard, and of course Harden throws his head back, and of course with the beard, that throwback is just so much more accentuated, and he draws the foul there for grazing his beard, which I, I'm sorry, like, that is not the same as as touching the actual physical body of James Harden. You know, touching a piece of hair that is five inches away from his face. Like, come on, like, what are we doing here, NBA? But that is how James Harden has basically built his career. I understand. I understand. It's frustrating. Also, part of it, don't foul. Don't hack. And that's something we saw with the Warriors prior to this run. They looked old. They looked slow. That's what old and slow teams do. Now, what we're seeing is younger and experienced guys who also do same things. But the more run they get, the more experience they get, I think you'll start seeing those fouls get less and less. Oh, it seemed a little extreme on Christmas. I get it. But you know what? You're going to have to have some learning you know, struggles here with some of these young guys. With Pajemski, as great as he's look, still a rookie. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, a rookie. Uh, Kaminga, very raw, even still a couple years into the league, still finding his way, getting a lot better. Uh, his athleticism is on point. A huge, huge factor in this. And overall, though, Sam, I know we've been talking about the, the, the comments, stuff like that. I'm feeling good about where the Warriors are at right now. I got a quick question for you because I know we got a call on the line I want to get to, yeah. but I want to throw a thought at you. Sure. Regarding Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. TJ just. Again, see, like we said, like I said earlier, every night seems like we're starting the first, you know, first five minutes of the game. Always we're texting each other. Oh, Warriors struggling in the paint again. And then Trace Jackson Davis comes in, and all of a sudden we're not sending that text anymore. And it's basically come to the point where I was watching the, the Wizards game on Friday night, and it's at the point where it's just like, I, I need Trace Jackson Davis to start at this point. He has been the Warriors' best presence in the paint and at the rim since Draymond went out. Uh, just some numbers for you. Since Draymond got ejected from that Phoenix game, uh, him and Looney have been kind of you know handling the, the lion's share of the center minutes, as they should. Um... TJD, he's outscoring Looney. You know, Looney's got four points a game to TJD's uh, eight. He's out-rebounding him slightly. Looney's about six rebounds a game. TJD's 6.7. Um, they're, you know, fouling about the same. They're turning over the ball, turning the ball over about the same. But in terms of just scoring and rebounding, Trace Jackson Davis has been a far better option than Kevon Looney. He's been a far better defender than Kevon Looney. Just a far better paint presence than Kevon Looney. At this point, I just think, like, we got to put him in the starting lineup, I think, at this point. Well, Trace Jackson Davis, it's interesting, too, because at that point, you're talking about two rookies potentially in the starting lineup. Pajemski, then you got TJD, then you got Kaminga, Curry, Thompson. It does give you a nice balance between old and young. So for that, I would, you know, I would be very happy as a fan going forward. Looney, 
he's been disappointing this year. He he hasn't been his normal self. And you know what? Maybe that's unfair of us to expect him to have that level of play constantly. He's been playing at such a high level for so long. And don't don't forget, this guy came in with a hip injury. He's had the neuropathy. He's had lots of problems staying healthy. So maybe we're just seeing that wear and tear finally, you know, reach its apex when it comes to Kevon Looney. Maybe it's time for him to get a bench roll here. Uh, let's hear from uh, Mike in San Francisco. He wants to chime in on the Warriors conversation. What's going on, Mike? What's up, guys? Uh, to me, I, I don't agree with a couple of those Kerr's thoughts. It's just... Guys like Joker are just so hard to defend. It's like Garden Shaq mentality. They remember you can call a foul in every play. And the thing with Jokic is he's more athletic than Shaq. He's more skilled and versatile. So when you try to body up on him, he knows how to make uh, defenders just just make that physical contact to get to the line. And and so I can see he's frustrated because the Warriors were right there, blow for blow. I just think the Warriors didn't execute down the stretch, and and Denver was just uh, just better overall. But this great sign for the Warriors because you went toe-to-toe with the NBA champs in their building. And that place, I've been there, that place is so hard to win in as we see them. They're, that's why they're the best home team in the league. So um, as frustrating as Kerr was, I got to agree, a lot of those were fouls. And it's just you got to do your best to just make Joker work. And if he gets fouled and goes to the line like Shaq, man, you just have to make him work. Um, as far as the Warriors overall, though, I just love what I'm seeing out of these guys. Um, Trace Jackson Davis has been really just a breakout stud. I think overall, eventually, he'll take over for Looney in the, in the starting lineup. Podemski has been a beast, and Curry's playing at an MVP level. Um, just everybody without Draymond since he's been out, just rallying around this team. They're playing great basketball overall. Kaminga is just game ball to all these young guys. And finally, Kerr, the number final thing I want to say is Kerr finally believing and trusting these young guys. And once Kerr, Curry believes in these guys, he can rely on Kaminga and Pajemski, Trace Jackson Davis. This only elevates their confidence and, and the way Clay is finally bouncing back. So, guys, overall, the Warriors were left for dead, and now they're back, and I love the way they're playing, and now they're going to get rolling. So, even though they lost to Denver, it's just I love the overall perspective of the way this team's playing right now and how confident they are, especially these young bucks, which we definitely need going forward. Thanks for the time, fellas. Thanks, Mike. It's Mike in San Francisco, 888-957-9570, if you would like to get involved in the conversation. And Sam, you know, expectations, have they changed already? So damn quick. You know, it went from the season's over with Draymond Green, we're going to see what the young guys have, we're going to go with the lumps. I don't think anyone expected the team to get off to this hot of a start with all these young guys. So as your expectations for the team, have they ever changed? Is it still championship or bust? Is it, you know... Go into a deep run. See how these young guys grow. What has been the expectations for you from the start of the season till now? Has anything changed? What say you? Well, I just first like how, uh, again, we're coming off a loss in Denver and we're finding like positives and reasons to feel good about ourselves. Deja vu, right? Exactly. Like deja vu all over again. Uh, I'm trying not to fall into that trap again. Um, no, as far as expectations go, listen, I... I know we said earlier, maybe, you know, maybe Draymond don't come back. You know, the Warriors, they are looking really good with Draymond out. I do think him being not around is a breath of fresh air for the team. Um, you're seeing how I think it's really opening things up for Kaminga. I think it's opening things up for Trace Jackson Davis. Um, as far as... Um, hold on one second. Bless you. Yeah, had to get a little sneeze out you there. You gotta get that out um, of Gotta get those sneezes out. Don't want to do it on air, though. That's never fun. Um, as far as the overall expectations, though, I... I I still don't see this team as being a 
contender for an NBA title right now. Like, they are not up there with the big boys, with the T-Wolves, with the Nuggets, with the Celtics. Um, they're not up there yet. I think they're better than their... Well, I think they have the nine spot in the uh, the standings currently right now as uh, I pull the those. Tenth. The, the Lakers tenth are the ninth. Yeah, yeah the Lakers. That's right. Um, Lakers, by the way, are they having a bit of a championship hangover? IST, a... that happens to champions. There you, you go. Know, they That's, have uh... these hangovers. You're seeing it with the Eagles. You're seeing, uh, you know, they won the NFC. They're seeing it now with the Lakers in the season tournament. Seeing it with the Chiefs, obviously, too, on Christmas. These things happen with great franchises, but you know what? They'll stick through the course. I expect the Lakers to be there at the end of the day. Will the Warriors be there yeah. at the end of the day. I just I'm not seeing it yet with the Warriors. I still think it's just the thing with the Nuggets again when the Warriors got it close when the Warriors had the league it basically just the lead it basically just came to the point where the Nuggets just started playing better. That's just what it is. He's just Murray was hitting shots. Jokic yeah, was it's just shots. it's just too much to catch up with. The, the, the Timberwolves the same thing. They just start playing better. The Celtics they just start playing better and they just there's a level of firepower there that uh, you're just you're just not seeing the Warriors able to keep up with right now. Um, part of it is I do think getting Andrew Wiggins to have more games like he had on Monday that would be a big help. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, I do want Draymond to come back at some point because defensively you are going to start to need him eventually. Um, obviously, I mean again he's been kind of a hindrance on the floor offensively because Ian, you're just you're going to ignore him out there when he's shooting the ball and you see the domino effect there when Draymond's out there you give Clay less space to work with and that impacts Clay's shot Clay is the other part of that too you know Clay he's been looking really good the last you know 13 14 games he's really been balling out he's looking a lot freer out there on the court he's not forcing shots as much and Again, when you when you have that space to work with, you know the three point shots are going to start falling. Um, it's just a matter of with Clay, how, can he keep it up? Can he keep it going? Because he needs to be this Clay basically for the rest of the year. Mm. And I'm curious to see just how much he can keep it up. Because when he's feeling good, he starts rolling. But if he starts, if he gets interrupted there, if he gets out of rhythm, if he struggles again, he starts getting all up into his feelings again. Like the Warriors, I think, are in a situation where they need every single thing to go right for them just to get into like the upper tier of the West, more or less win it all. So my expectations right now is just. Play the best season you can possibly have and figure out where the issues are for next year that you need to correct. Mm. Um, I think Mike Dunleavy said, you know, these next 10, 15 games, they're going to really determine kind of what the Warriors do going forward. I'd be kind of curious to see where the Warriors look uh, kind of at the end of January, uh, right before the NBA trade deadline, and see, you know, I think that's when we'll really be able to know what the expectations will be for the rest of the season. Are they going to have to do a thing like what the Lakers did last year where they kind of revamped the entire roster midway through the year to see if things work out and see if they can make a run? But as of right now, I, I just have a hard time saying that the Warriors are at a situation where they can compete with the big boys in the NBA. I still think there is an opportunity there. You look at the top of the Western Conference right now. you got the T-Wolves. They're in an unfamiliar territory. They're the best team in the league right now. Let's wait and see with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I know Matt Steinmetz, his boy, Finchie over there, the head coach of the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, he's got he's riding high with his T-Wolves. I say thank you. Let's wait and see with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm not completely sold on them in the playoffs. They're going to make it. They're going to be very good all year. I think I'm sold on them with Anthony Edwards. Um, with, with Gobert, somehow that trade has actually made sense for them. So it's good. Mike Conley's a good veteran presence there. Nas Reed, all these guys, they're very good. Let's wait and see come March, come May, what have you, April. 
Uh, the Nuggets, they're going to be there. The Thunder, again, another young team. We shall see. Clippers, we know what the Clippers. They got to stay healthy. If they're healthy, they got as good a shot as anyone to get, uh, to get to the finals. But they got to stay healthy. The Mavericks, interesting team. Luka is playing at an MVP caliber. Kyrie and him, like uh, that's a scary combo come playoff time. The Kings, they're the Kings. They lost two in a row. They could beat anyone. They could lose to anyone to me. The Pelicans, they're still the Pelicans. Zion, inconsistent. Brandon Ingram, we'll see. The Rockets, I think, will fade. And I think at the end of it, we'll look at, you know, the Lakers, Warriors, Suns. One of those teams will vault into the top five, top four when it's all said and done. I'm not sleeping on the Warriors still as a championship contender. I think the expectations are for them to win a championship still. If they did not get to the conference finals, I think this would be a very disappointing season. I think that should be at least the expectations. Get to the conference finals, and we'll see what happens. But if they do what you said, Sam, do a Lakers thing like last year, like trade I don't think that's on the table. I think what Mike Dunleavy Jr., sorry, Mike Dunleavy now, no junior, Shout out Sean Connery and uh, Indiana Jones. Junior. We're not doing that anymore. Um, I think he's going to let this let it ride. Like he's in Vegas. He's going to let it ride with the young guys. And could he be in a position where Draymond Green could be on the trade block? Ooh. Maybe not this uh, you know, trade deadline, but in the offseason, potentially possibly. he can be. I look at Clay Thompson. We'll see how he plays the rest of the season because there's so many question marks right now. And none of the question marks are the young guys. It's no. the older guys. How crazy is that? Outside of Stephen Curry, and I know Wiggins has been playing well, he's another guy. Outside of Stephen Curry, I have a lot of questions about the vets on this team. The young guys, they're all playing well. The problem with the young guys is they just have too many, uh, what was the expression? Too many mouths to feed, not enough hands. I don't know what, what to say, but Moses Moody He's not, he can't even get minutes right now, and it's not any of his fault. He was playing well. Blame Brandon Pajemski. Pajemski's just been, I mean, been he's, better. He's been playing like he's been in this league for five, six years. It's unbelievable. It's just the way he is assimilated. You see his tweet that he put out the other night? Yeah, it was really cool. It was cool. like, the other night, yeah, I wasn't even recruited versus I was barely on the floor. Now I'm starting for the Warriors. You know, you talk about great glow-ups that, uh, that guys have had. He has had one of the great ones this year. I'll say this. If, if you're riding with the young guys, I'm all about that. Uh, one thing I said to Bonte last week is, Imagine if Draymond Green's suspension was kind of like the catalyst that from the ashes of that suspension is born the next great era of Warriors basketball. Be pretty ironic, right? It would be, I mean, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. I think it would be pretty cool. After Draymond killed the dynasty, could he possibly maybe start a In a weird one? way. There you go. Brandon Pajemski. Brandon with an I-N, by the way, it always kind of throws me off. Certain ones, it just... It, I'm a stickler here. You know what doesn't like ever... John with an O-N. We have a John Luke in here at that. Who, who Mark with John? a C. There you go. But this is the tweet that Brandon Pajemski said. Uh, rookie out of Santa Clara here now with the Golden State Warriors. He's been having a hell of a run, hell of a year. Two years ago at this time, I had 17 DNPs and only played garbage time. One year ago at this time, I wasn't on any draft boards. Five months ago, all I heard was that I was a bust. Started the year out of the rotation. And now I'm starting for the best franchise in the NBA. Hashtag, if I can do it, you can too. It's pretty freaking awesome. Pretty awesome indeed. You know what else we can do? Fast five. Mm, give it to me. Oh, you said that for Your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity.
Gotta have those hotkeys up, Sammy. Gotta have them up. And it's time for the Xfinity Fast Five, where we give our final thoughts on the show, brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. And Sam, my final thoughts is... Mary Swiftness, ladies and gentlemen. Of course. Brittany Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, big old Andy Reid. Merry Christmas. Ha! My face. My final thought was, well, first off, you can tell Taylor Swift, she's plotting her exit strategy now from yeah. Travis Kelsey. She's seen the writing on the wall, and, oh, man, the album we're going to get from that, it's going to be so great. There you go. She's um, going to hang out with uh, some of the Raiders guys, hang out with Antonio my, uh, Oh, yeah, her and Max Crosby. There you go. That'll Max be Crosby's it. married, but yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, she'll find someone else then. Um, no, my final thought is, uh, I don't know if you saw how much Friday night's game against the Wizards you saw, Spadoni, but uh, really like the tribute video that the Warriors had for Jordan Poole. Really glad that he got a warm welcome there. The one disappointment I had was uh, when when Franco Frigg did the uh, introductions for the Wizards. Uh, Poole was the last one introduced for the Wizards. It was just Jordan Poole. No Jordan Poole. I kind of wanted the Poole. He's an enemy now, though. You know what? It's for one night. Let's let it happen. So I'm going to do something here, Spadoni, that I rarely ever do on Fast Five. I'm going to read a YouTube comment Huge. here. Huge. i got to find one first. It's good to uh, read first. That is good. And how about DJ Darkrum, TJD, must start. There you go. There you go. There's a good one there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Drew Down. Oh, we know how much we love hearing from Drew Down. Uh, he says, LOL, Lakers are not vaulting into the top of anything. Well, so that's, that's probably going to happen now. Drew Down's wrong about everything. That's all right. I'm sure they weren't vaulting into the Warriors and beating them last year in the playoffs. There you go. The candle stays lit. Shout Greatest out sweep ever, though, right? That's right. Brian Windhorst. That's all right. Uh, it's been fun. We're going to do this again tomorrow and the next day. Joe Spadoni in for Bonta Hill. Sam Lubbin in for Joe Shasky. It's been a hell of a show. We've got Steiny, not Steiny. We got... Guru and Jason Dumas coming up next. Gumas, as we're calling it. And that was the Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity. Brought to you by the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now with Gumas on 95.7 The Game. You guys are awesome, by the way. I don't think we need the original cap. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 